Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Good day, listeners. It's the kickoff of our Imperfect Podcast, Episode 1. We're going to introduce ourselves, a bit about what we're up to, and what you can expect going forward. <laughs> uh, Mats is a father for the third time. You have a children 22, 13, and 2. You've been in the corporate world for quite some time and now shifting in new directions after 25 years. Oh, yeah. You are... A learning dad, I would say, from what you've experienced uh, and talked about your experiences in the past, you've been learning a lot this time around because we have a slightly different approach than your past. And uh, I experience you as a dad with really good intentions. You engage with our daughter, and when you're not on the internet or something like all of us, and yeah, in general, a supportive partner, and we have our ugly and beautiful moments, but you know. Good dad. Nice. And you are um, <laughs> a beautiful mother of uh, our little daughter, who is now two. Uh, you waited a long time to have your first kid. You were in the mid... Almost mid, 50. <laughs> almost, almost, almost 50, exactly. Uh, and you are... Um, yeah, to come back on, on what you said, yeah, I, I, I have... A different experience now with, with, with raising our little daughter uh, compared to my previous life where we were raising it in another way and then the uh, third way was when I grew up so I think I could have had three different um, uh, ways of parenting I've seen one one two are executed and one I was forced upon by my parents which we are all are somehow uh, you are a, a, a loving mother. I, I've never seen anyone, I think, who never screams at her child. Uh, that That is kind of in, in, in impressive. Uh, you do everything for your daughter. You are uh, extremely good in reading uh, night stories. I often only read them to get the kids to sleep, and uh, I skip most of the pages. I see that you read through the whole book from beginning till the end every day. So you do you do a great job, and also you give um, uh, good chances of, of Ella to develop her intuitive skills. You 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 allow her to be um, the way she is, whereas I want to force my agenda on her sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah. it doesn't it, it doesn't entirely feel like a choice. I, I would say through decades of being around families, I really was always paying attention. And actually later I, in my journals, I had some an area called life book where I used to put notes of things that I thought would be good or didn't work uh, in families. But with Ella, she's got a strong personality. Since she was a week old, it was clear that she had, she was very independent and as an also fairly independent woman, I know the, the, repercussions of pushing your agenda and, and what can happen. And I think that my parents didn't really go into the intuitive and encouraging that. And that was maybe more on my dad's side in the beginning until much, much, much later. 
and uh, I have some good friends like Bonnie and Joseph who really, with their daughter, really paid attention to that. And I saw how that really grows the thing. It grows who you are rather than who your parents want you to be. And um, I think it's tricky business. I think we all bring our agendas even without meaning to. There's moments where you do it without meaning um, to push something, but it's just there, you know. We have ideas. But you're, you're a very conscious parent, whereas I am more like just being there having a kids and then trying to cope with it <laughs> right Reac reactionary <laughs> parenting versus, yeah, exactly. well I would say I had the intention to do intuitive parenting conscious parenting but let's get real you know the reality is there's a lot of unconscious parenting even between the positive parenting and all the intentions you know there's the moments where spirituality and balance and meditation comes into place and the moments where you're just completely knackered exhausted and you know just need your kid to freaking go to bed so, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say I've never yelled at Ella. I would say I rarely yell at Ella. It really have to be pushed over the edge and usually quite sleepless. And then it's, and she's just kind of nudging me off the cliff with something. Yeah. And then a moment can happen. But I always apologize immediately if it happens uh, or she's not affected because she knows that she was pushing me. So, you know, we try to have real conversation. I don't expect her to be an adult. But at the same time, I talk to her in, in a similar way. So uh, I don't know. You were talking a little bit about your background, your briefly about your past. And I just briefly talked about mine. I mean, my mom had good intentions. She was how we're similar is quite emotional people, both of us. I think that this uh, very spiritual woman, but at the same time, um, not necessarily saying yay to all my intuitive kind of um psychic moments or whatever you, you, you grew um, whereas up my dad was more later was when we had more of a relationship I would say more in my teens uh, then there was more of that conversation but maybe it was easier also from a distance because he wasn't in the middle of it with me so a lot of what my parents I mean look how many of us are saying yes I'm gonna do exactly what my parents did you know there's some things that really work and some things that don't just like our friends and yeah. people around so you, you grew not, up in hippie dippy land in California. I grew up in hippie dippy land in Northern California but my mom was not a hippie dippy in fact I don't think too many of her friends were that she was in a spiritual group you know even though she, religious yeah both my parents my dad was originally raised Catholic and my mom Protestant um, and on opposite coasts, New York and California, and then they kind of swapped, you know, they were born in one place and moved to the other, but uh, ended up in a spiritual group, and that's how they, they okay. met each other, you know, 60s, so, no, I don't want to write it off like that, it was, there's some strong values that have come from that for them and for me, so I appreciate that. Um, anyway, I, I would say that that influences, um, but I think we are who we are, uh, ultimately from our families or from our daily lives from you know our work you know I worked in corporate I was a teacher for all different ages both in California and in uh, in Czech Republic here so working with international schools so I definitely got a taste of how culture and different things affect everything and, and it, it's affected my parenting for sure and what about you I mean, we're just talking about our, you know, who we are. Yeah, so, right here, I'm, so. Uh, I grew up in Sweden in a, in a traditional social democrat uh, society <laughs> that Sweden was in the late 60s, early 70s. Um, had a, I would say, very rigid um, dad with a, law, with a strong belief system on how 
kids should be, how you should be in society, and what was best for um, for me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was driving that line quite hard. And the best for us was, in essence, to become good in sport because that was the only thing he really believed in. Being coming from a working family tradition himself, mom was more open, spiritual, and uh, doing. All kind of crazy things that she's still doing, like mine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- then I uh, married uh, quite young with a, a French woman and lived a long time in uh, France and Luxembourg and also Sweden. I had two beautiful kids and uh, tried to raise them. I mean, I, I think in a in a relation, it's always the strongest will that is winning. And and uh, when you're living in this in, in a French bourgeois society, they would kind of try to uh, uh, educate them as French bourgeois with a lot of uh, uh, manners and uh, being very good and fitting in a box. And probably that did not fit me very well with my uh, kind of non-mannered um, background. <laughs> and now I'm in with this Californian woman who has strong beliefs on... on being more loose uh, education, uh, but still you have I'm more. I'm not sure I agree with that. No, but, uh, <laughs> but still, I mean, uh, you, freedom. You, Let's use the word freedom. freedom rather than but loose. still, you have a stronger belief system than I have. Which, uh, that I think your style wins. That's that's my feeling because I I, I don't have a, a lot of rules uh, coming with me. Um, but part of my style, if you want to call it that, is also that you should be who you are and follow what feels right. I don't always agree with it, you know, but at the same time, I'm not trying to force you to only speak my language with her or only to, you know, do things in my society's way. It's just that I'm around her more and uh, I do have strong ideas about, you know, not squashing her confidence and who she is because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, that's a lifelong mistake and i think we do it in moments all of us but that's you know for, for example now now we are transgressing one of your rules to be able to record this our daughter is sitting downstairs watching tv <sighs> she's, wa- well, watching, she's watching pippi longstocking and yeah. it's on youtube so there's you know it's a little different than just random commercials for lego and whatnot but and it's partly i started doing that only because it's i wanted her not to lose uh her Swedish during the day when you weren't around because you know there was sometimes she didn't even see you and as well I like the spirit of Pippi I don't always like everything she does but in general she stands up for what's right she's free she's herself and she encourages people to do the same she doesn't like bullies um she's not cruel she loves nature but she's powerful at the same time I, I think I can relate to her and I guess there's a part of me that wants to encourage that with Ella as well so it doesn't bother me to have her watching something that I only partially understand. And so it is TV. So that's true. So we really started this. I mean, actually, I've had this buzzing in my head for a while because, as I said, for decades, I've been paying attention to what people are doing. And I realized that it was actually working towards what is the perfect way to be a partner, a parent, a person on the planet. And I put so much pressure on myself and the people around me. I, I realize, of course, not until I was a biological parent, um, I, I, I judged. I didn't realize how much I judged, but I was like, oh, 
I'll never do that. And I'll never be like that. And how could they ever do that? And that, what crap is that, you know? Uh, but the, the truth is that we are all imperfect parents, or as we often now use the word IP parents, imperfect parents, uh, because ev everybody's going to be imperfect according to somebody else's core values. It's impossible for anybody to be perfect because someone is going to view you as, oh, wow, the best parent or the worst parent because of spirituality or cultural beliefs or your country or your ideas or your family, your circle, whatever. Uh, but it's all of this judgment and the rules and how you should, what you should be doing because I'm trying to justify myself or yourself, uh, in daily life that, that was really starting to push buttons. And I first felt it, um, as a bonus mom, a stepmom, I started to see where I was really having good intentions, but then in fact, it wasn't what I needed to be doing. It wasn't working. Some of it was great and we had great relationship and other moments it was terrible. Um, so that was the first piece. And then really in the last year, a year ago, I really felt it in being mom to Ella that my standards were impossible. And I was going crazy trying to live up to my own standards, let alone anyone else's. And then I'm on the playground and I'm talking to other moms and I'm talking to people that I know. And I realize everybody is suffering from this. Okay, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people are suffering either internally, your own ideas, or other people's around. Someone's always asking, why isn't your kid in school? Or are you giving them smushed food? Or why are you giving them noodles? Or you shouldn't give them nuts? Or, you know, whatever, you know. And didn't you notice that? That there was always some idea yeah, of how yeah, things no, should be, my least favorite S word? Constantly, constantly. So that was a big motivator for, for doing this. So I was writing one day when Ella was napping, because, you know, there's a lot of naps in those early years. She's only two. And then imperfect parenting came through so strongly, and I thought, "Oh gosh, I have to write. I have to write this about this. I need to get this out of me." And then when we decided, uh, when your work shifted to do some podcasts, it, it just made sense. This is what we needed to be talking about. There's a lot of subjects that we're passionate about, you know, intuitive health and corporate and losing job and you know, twenty different things. And we might get to those things and we are getting to some of those things. But right now, like this is this is strong for me and bringing you in seemed like a logical piece because it's not just about my point of view. I think it's important to have the other side, you know, you're a part of this equation. And now that's actually shifting as well. You were less here and now you're going to be more here. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, well, some of the things that you can expect in listening to us uh, would be banter between us <laughs> as far as what's happening in daily life, what's coming up, what's, you know, really on the table. Um, Some of the core things we have, yeah, living in daily life, being in Czech Republic, mm -hmm. being abroad, we are both living right. abroad in a country where we are not, uh, where we're not coming from, where we not necessarily share all the values. Right. And um, for all of you who are out there and living in another country, you know what we're talking about, and we we, we give you some examples. For example, the naked feet is uh, <laughs> the one. bare feet, bare, yeah. or bare feet, bare feet. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just naked sounds right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. Strong reaction from the Americans. No, uh, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a strong reaction here because Ella's a hot baby. She always has been. So 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 hot. So we would take her shoes off. We didn't have as much clothing on her, and people just freak out here in Czech Republic. Uh, but it's not just, I, I think that anywhere in the world you are, almost, yeah, almost everywhere we have been in the world, pretty much everywhere we've been, there have been a mix of cultures. So even if you're not an expat, even if you're not living abroad, 
we're all dealing with different cultures, whether it's obvious, like somebody from a different country, somebody from a different spiritual background or a different circle or uh, financial background, regardless, even if it seems like we're in the same circle and we all look the same on the outside, internally, we've had different experiences. Every single one of us, nobody is identical, like fingerprints. So there's going to be different core values and there's going to be judgment and there's going to be the imperfect, you know. Yeah, the judge, the, the judgment part is it's, it's difficult. I mean, even if I would like that 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 we are not judging each other, uh, it, it's difficult to get away from. Because even when when I lived in in uh, in France, I I realized I often often judged people as well the way they were educating their sure. their, their kids. Oh, definitely. And they probably think <laughs> I was um, too soft. The, yeah, I was too soft <laughs> and the one to judge. So, uh, oh, right. uh, it's the idea is to create a little bit of a better understanding. Um, Absolutely. And the place to relax into as far as what, what we're doing here, a place to relax into where you can say, oh, not just me. I'm not the only one feeling this. I'm not the only one thinking this. I'm not the only one who's frustrated or who has something to say. And that'll be part of it as well. We are going to ask questions and, you know, ask for your feedback or get you involved. Uh, we want to hear what you have to say as well. Uh, that's a piece of it. We'll have interviews with people that pop up on the radar occasionally and I'll do solo days as well. So it'll be a mix of a lot of different things, but always looking at what is coming up. And and for us, I would say there's conscious and unconscious in both of us, parenting, intuitive parenting, positive parenting, right parenting, wrong parenting. You know, there's a bit of spiritual, there's a bit of everything i think each of us have a little piece of every type of person in us so i don't want to pigeonhole us and say we're just for woo-woo people or we're just for average day person or just expats i think there's a lot uh different days different things come up sure and we yeah. also want to go through our traumatic child experiences so. oh, not this is not a therapy session we're talking about <laughs> our particular child not our past and, no but there's some no, pattern, I mean, that comes there, up too though. there are some patterns in there that probably some applies that i mean i know my dad had some specific way of raising us that probably a lot of parents are doing and, uh, and my mom too is a single mom she had amazing intentions and brought nature and spirituality into my world though i wasn't really into that at that point but was a permissive parent. And so you had a really strong parent who was quite disciplinary. And I had the polar opposite. And probably, in my opinion, somewhere in the middle, it's where I would love to live, you know, as a parent. But, you know, I think we all do, all of our parents, and we do the best we can with what we have. Um, some people take a path that leads in a pretty ugly direction, and they're doing the best with what they have. I'm not justifying it, but the reality is that some people will end up in a dark place with their kids and hopefully there's a community around to help them, you know, but, uh, you know, we do what we can and hopefully we are aware and at least trying to pay attention to what we're doing. And when we have a hiccup or a bump or we trip over something that we, we can correct it the best way we can. And, you know, we have all kinds of parents around us. We have two moms, two dads, Mom and dad, single moms, single dads. We see all kinds of people around us doing really well and, and having hiccups or being overprotective or being whatever. So this is, uh, it's a place to take off your shoes, get barefoot, if that's what you're comfortable with. And, you know, 
and always relax say, exhale yeah exhale and have a laugh can, once in a while <laughs> when you're when we're getting super real you can always get better i mean this is a good thing with parenting yeah you you can't undo what's done but you can try in the next day to do something new something better and improve the relationship right. with your kids that's where the awareness comes in yeah. you know none of us are perfect but we do have the opportunity to be aware to reflect back on what we've done or not done and uh, try to be a little bit softer with ourselves i don't know uh, some of us are not paying enough attention and others of us are paying too much attention and and really stressing over every little thing that we do wrong in our opinion which for another person might look really right <laughs> so yeah. so uh you will be hearing us all around the world and mostly in Czech Republic, but also in California and Sweden, where we're based from, you know, our parts of our hearts are there too, and on the road when we're in different places. Yeah. And our intention is the first and third week of every month. However, the first phase, our strong intention, which I really hope happens, but you know, we are imperfect, is nine for nine nine episodes in nine weeks that's what we want to bring to you and then we hope that it's possible after that to uh, continue to do weekly but we can for sure commit to probably one the first and third that's my my hope uh i wouldn't want to do less but you know life happens and <laughs> like happen. not showing my kid tv or giving her plastic containers or toys ta-da things change yeah so we that's what we hope for but we uh want to have some fun there are going to be times when uh you're going to hear some explicit language and topics because we are unfiltered and we will warn you about that don't worry we'll put the little e there on the podcast and we just want to have fun and fun with you as well right yeah absolutely yeah. we want to share our life uh, open up and uh, yeah create a community that can exactly be imperfect without any judgment oh without any judgment <laughs> <laughs> well, that is ooh. so easy yeah. well that yeah. is the intention though to to have a place where we're you know kind to each other at the very least yeah try exactly and try uh, to laugh uh, about it instead of scream about it and try to be kind to our kids and and we might go from some, through some real hard stuff as well. Well, we have, and because, we will. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come. We'll we'll share that with you later. Yeah, we will get into the the weekly moment, what's on the table, things in podcast one. But thank you for for listening to our zero cast and who we are, and what our intentions are for this podcast going forward. Imperfect parenting, raw, real, unfiltered, coming to you from Ariel Green Anderson. And Matt's on the song. And if you want to pick up uh, the notes or the hope in the future there will be transcripts and uh, resources, things that we mention in the links, you can look at our website, which is imperfectparenting.net. And there you will find more information. You can also write us at info at perfectparenting.net we are looking forward to hearing from you and keep being real so here we are 
about to launch. We did this original podcast now almost six months ago. Yeah, kind of five months ago. Five months ago. So we, a lot has happened. You have since finished your job. You've been home more. So uh, we've gone from Ella calling you mommy to Ella calling me daddy because you're spending more time with her. Yeah, yeah. And she's getting more Swedish. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of lot of lot words of, coming out, a lot of Swedish words. Yeah, yeah, uh, since you were away for a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, a lot has shifted. So Mas is home more often now. So Ella's getting more Swedish. She's getting more of both of us. Uh, at the same time, we have some major transitions on the horizon. We're not really sure. There's sort of some unknowns. But the intention has been to somehow manage a balance for her because I I noticed at one point when we were traveling, um, when we were at the height of kind of the what if, you know, even though we're still in that, I noticed that she was regressing, you know, she has kind of gone on and off with her toilet training and Mm -hmm. this and that. There were some reactions. So there's the intention inside of this semi-chaos or unknown of what's ahead in our lives right now to create a and maintain a balance for her so that she could feel grounded somehow. How do you feel we're doing with that? Well, overall, uh, overall, <laughs> we, we haven't been traveling for uh, a while which now. Which actually is sort of a relief. So that is already a balance for her. She's going to the playground more or less every day <laughs> and getting some energy out. But um, I think we're still imperfect as we intend to be. I don't think we could ever oh, not be oh, imperfect. No. And, I mean, yesterday you went out and... Uh, to the gym and we thought okay you know it's bedtime it shouldn't be a big deal and she was losing it she starts she started this habit of making up reasons why she should go you know to see where you are so oh i'm hungry i'm thirsty i'm like oh yeah i have water here i have a snack here no mommy you know i said i know what you want you want to see if daddy's there daddy's at the gym remember you heard the bells on the door he went out he didn't come back yet he will be back. And she was just losing it. And then I felt like I was getting pushed over the edge. Went into the bathroom to take a breath. And she was following me, screaming. It was just this madness. And, uh, you know, just flashed ahead to teenage years and thought, oh, holy crap, we're in for a oh, ride. Yeah. But, uh, but then I just sort of took a breath and, and uh, basically told her if she wanted me to sit down with her in this moment as she was screaming about that she needed to take this flashlight that she was flashing in my eyes 20 times take it away so I could sit down and I could change her diaper so she could relax and uh, she threw it on the bed and then she got quiet so you know there's a way to get through it's just finding that line between don't tell me what to do and I have an idea and I don't think you're listening And you yeah know. it's what, what, what I find difficult I, 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 is if you want to let her do things alone, which she wants to do most of the time. It is so damn time consuming. So with two people working and uh, preschool or whatever they're in, there's no chance that they can do this. So that's why she's lucky that we can, we now have time that we can give her time to settle into finding the balance between it all. But it's, uh, I mean, ultimately I was thinking about that last night. I was thinking, I, we will need a preschool or daycare, whatever it ends up being, um, that is willing to understand that she's not just bad and willful and you have to break her spirit, but 
have the, you know, if they could take just a tiny bit of time instead of just bossing her around, asking her questions, doing sort of the coaching style versus telling. Asking. But aren't they doing that? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean. I don't, I mean, I, I worked in a preschool and I, you know, you say, okay, everybody now it's time to go to, you know, whatever. And yes, I mean, she does fall in line when it's something like that. When it's a group, she will kind of go along because she wants to connect with people. But at home, what we've noticed is that if you say, okay, go change your clothes instead of, isn't it time that we change our clothes now? She'll say yes. And then she feels like I know something. I remember because I'm big. And where do we do that? Oh, it's over there. You know, it's mm. a, it's sort of teaching that way rather than, okay, go over there, change your shoes, put it da da da. And you have different styles of people, so you're going to have different styles of teaching as well. So, but for her, she could not function inside of somebody just telling her what to do because she wants to show how much she knows. But it's part of being yeah. two as well. And, and it, but it's also the the language is she she struggles. We struggle to understand her so many times. Where we're, she's mixing she, them now. Yeah, so. mixing them. And also, she's trying the R's and the L's. It's difficult. So then, yeah, every, she some, says yama get, yama instead of llama llama. So everything can sound the same. And then she's yeah. getting so frustrated because she's clearly saying what she wants, and nobody understands it. It's like when you're in a foreign country Absolutely. and trying to speak your yeah. own language, and nobody understands it. It's very frustrating. Yeah, and and when we're tired or we're trying to get something done, because there's some days we don't have a babysitter or something, you know, which is a lot of days actually. Then um, that's the trickiest when you're focusing on something, and she was doing something on her own, and then she decides she doesn't want to do that anymore, and says something to you, and you don't hear her because you're still engaged with something else. But. but we are so excited because since these last five months, uh, Ariel has lined up some interesting interviews with some moms. Yep. Uh, and hopefully a couple dads as well. I'm working on that. And you too. Yeah. And You've yeah. got some things maybe on the horizon. You'll you'll talk to somebody as well. Yeah, maybe, yeah. 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 To think about who that might be. Yeah. But we do have already a couple people who are you'll be hearing about. Uh, we're going to kick off with... Uh, Kind of an interesting story. Yeah, next dynamic week. person. Yeah, very dynamic horse lover. Uh, yeah, we'll be kicking off with next week in Sweden, who was also a mom of three. And that was I actually think, a spontaneous three? interview. Is it that three? was three kids, yeah. three girls yeah. actually. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it was an unexpected moment, an unexpected story, and um, with a bit of a bonus as well. She's not our only guest. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, looking forward to this get is... this thing up in the air. Yes. Oh, um, it's been very intense. All the details. We are, you know, definitely on our experiencing the learning curve of many things, and it's been uh, interesting for our relationship. And looking at the psychology and realities of that inside of yeah. our own personal stories and how that relates to, um, I don't know, really putting ourselves out there on our website and the podcast, what we trying to be unfiltered at the same time, be aware. And, you know, there's a lot of things going on at the same time. It's, um, it's pretty interesting. So we're excited to go on this journey with you guys. Thank you for listening to imperfect parenting and our imperfect podcast for show notes, links, to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page 
or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day. Thank you.